Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to An Overcoming Life. This is Bobby. And Frank. (laughs) And guess who we have with us today? That's right, Isaac. I know that you love Isaac. We have heard many uh, reports from you about Isaac. He is a dynamite preacher. And he's got a message that God's burned on his heart that he's going to bring today. Thank you, Isaac, for coming and sharing. Thank you for having me again. I always enjoy being here with you. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to talk to you about um, something the Lord laid on my heart the other night. Actually, I was at a uh, prayer meeting here in uh, Tallahassee at the uh, Hilltop. Oh, yeah, with Pam and Tenny Olson. Yeah, Yeah, and she was having an open mic. And as I was sitting there praying, this message just dropped into my heart, and, and I heard, the term of revival of the fear of the Lord. And, um, you know, today much of the church, the body of Christ, has lost the fear of the Lord. <laughs> and um, before we get too far in, I want to let you know that the fear of the Lord causes some to come close to the Lord, mm-hmm. while it causes those who refuse to repent of their sins to go farther away Mm. from God and eventually Mm. into hell. Um, But there was a man in the Bible, in the New Testament. He was a Roman soldier. Okay. His name was Cornelius. You can read about him in Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 11. Cornelius was the first Gentile to enter the kingdom of God after the resurrection of Christ. The New Testament tells us in Acts 10 verse 2 that Cornelius was a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. So to me, that was very significant that he was the first Gentile that God handpicked to allow to come into the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. And he tells us specifically that he was a devout man and one that feared God with all of his house. He gave much alms to the people. He gave to the poor. Uh, Obviously, he was a soldier, but he was a higher up soldier because he was a centurion, which was over at least 100 soldiers. And... uh, he had a reverential fear for God. Even though he wasn't a Jew, he believed the Old Testament scriptures. And uh, he, he was a man that was humble before God. And God saw his life and he sent an angel to him. And the angel said, your prayers have come up as a memorial before God. Yeah. You know, don't you want... That to be said of you, Amen. your prayers, your heart, your life, everything that you do is acceptable to God. It's a well 
pleasing savor in the nostrils of God. He's pleased with you and he sends an angel to this man. <laughs> Suddenly the angel appears to him and he says, send for Peter who will come and show you the way that you must be saved. Yeah. Why couldn't the angel preach the gospel to him? Apparently because angels weren't supposed to do that. Amen. <laughs> it's been given to us, right? Yeah. The, the gospel has in been fact, given to us. In fact, aren't there passages that, that kind of imply that the angels don't really understand why? They're amazed. A need, yeah, for they marvel when salvation. they look at us. And, yeah, about yeah. salvation. Praise yeah. God. <laughs> We're a spectacle. <laughs> sometimes for the good and sometimes for the not. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the fear of the Lord mm -hmm. caused Cornelius to draw near to God. Yeah. That caused God's favor. How many mm -hmm. want God's favor on Amen. your life? Yes. <laughs> to rest upon Cornelius. You know, favor is better than money. <laughs> the fear of the Lord in someone's life, listen to this, is like a <clears throat> magnet mm -hmm. that attracts the favor of the Lord. Say that with me. The fear of the Lord is like a magnet that attracts the favor of the Lord. Praise God. <laughs> And so that's why Cornelius was so favored by God, and he got the privilege of being uh, he and his whole household because of his devotion. They came and followed Amen. his yeah. example. Yeah. That's why they were the first to receive the gospel and be first saved, time. washed in the blood of Jesus, filled with the Holy Ghost. Their lives totally changed. Beautiful. <laughs> How many remember Solomon? Solomon was the son of David. The Bible says he was the wisest man on earth. And so with all of his wisdom and wealth, he went away from the Lord. He disobeyed God. He took to himself over a thousand idolatrous wives. Not even counting the concubines. <laughs> so he was a very sex, sexually sensual, perverse yeah. man. Mm. And he gave himself to the every pleasure and every desire that he had instead of following the way that the Lord yeah. showed him to. Mm. And so his heart was led astray into all kinds of worldliness and vanity mm. and sin. Obviously, at that time, he did not have the fear of the Lord. But before his life was over, after he had experienced all of the pleasures of the flesh, all of the pleasures that the world had to offer, he concluded that it was all vanity and vexation of spirit, and he was utterly unfulfilled. In Ecclesiastes, toward his latter years, Solomon came to an amazing conclusion. Okay. We can find it in Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13 and 14. Solomon wrote this, Let us... Hear the conclusion mm -hmm. of the whole matter. matter. Yeah. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. 
<laughs> the whole duty of man. What is it? To fear God and to keep His commandments. You know, it's the fear of the Lord in times of temptation that will cause us to keep the commandments even when we are under so much pressure by this world, by the enemy of our soul, to do contrary hmm. to what God tells us to do. The fear of the Lord is an anchor to our soul. Amen. 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 And um, the verse 13 says, For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, hmm. whether it be good or whether it be evil. Yeah. Now, I want to turn with you, if you have your Bibles, turn with me very quickly to 2 Corinthians. Now, this was in the Old Testament, there in Ecclesiastes, and there's a thought very similar to it that was penned by Paul the Apostle, given to him by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Okay. And it's in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. He says this, We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Whether we, wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of Him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Hmm. And then he says this, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. So the fear of the Lord is something that we either possess or don't possess within our consciences. Mm -hmm. It's that thing that when we're uh, being tempted to do something, in our conscience we say, listen, others might do this, but as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Praise God. We're going to take a stand for righteousness, even when it means being persecuted, because we fear God rather than man. Praise God. Listen, make no mistake about it. Everybody will have some sort of fear all the days of your life. You'll either have the fear of the Lord or you'll fear cancer. You'll either have the fear of the Lord or you'll fear losing all your money and, and going bankrupt and living in poverty. You'll either fear the Lord or you'll fear the future. Everybody's going to have some kind of fear, but I want to tell you when you have the fear of the Lord, you'll never need to fear anything else. Praise <laughs> God. When you have the fear of the Lord, He'll keep you in the blessing of the Lord. Praise God. He said, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the Amen. land. Praise God. He blesses those that fear Him. Praise God. He blesses you abundantly. Praise God. Because He sees that you fear Him and keep His commandments. And all that matters to you is pleasing Him and doing His will. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. In Acts chapter 5, if you have your Bible, turn with me. After Ananias and his wife 
Sapphira. How many remember the story of Ananias and Sapphira? Oh, yeah. Didn't end well. (laughs) After they were struck dead for agreeing to lie to the Holy Ghost, the Bible says in verse 11, and great fear came Mm. upon all Mm. the church Mm. Mm. and upon as many as heard these things. And in the very next verse, verse 12, we read, and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. So we see the fear of the Lord fell on the church. And immediately after, in the very next scripture, we see a great outpouring of miracles, signs, and wonders Mm -hmm. through the hands of the apostles. See, the fear of the Lord will always cause God to show up in mighty power and begin to pour out miracles, signs, and wonders. That's why so many churches today are void of the power of God. They don't hardly ever see miracles. That's why you hear so many preachers stand up and say, well, back in the old days, God was doing miracles. Well, I want to tell you something today. I still see miracles all the time, and God's not the one that's changed. Amen. If miracles aren't happening, it's not the Lord the one that has moved. It is us that moves. Amen. And when we get when we get back into position where we need to be with the Lord, He shall continually pour out signs and wonders and miracles. So even through the death of Ananias and Sapphira, as bad and terrible as that was, it caused the church to fear God and to be realigned with His purposes. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord began to manifest His glory again. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. When people fear the Lord, they will be in one accord. As we saw here, it says, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. They will understand that the way they treat others will come back upon their own heads. Where the fear of the Lord is among his people, there will be no strife. Mm. There will be no backbiting. There will be no bickering. There'll be no church division. There'll be no splitting churches and one of them getting angry and going over here and starting a new church. Nowhere the fear of the Lord is there'll be unity. There'll be peace. Where there's the fear of God, there's the love of God among the believers. Praise Mm -hmm. God. As we read, where there is the fear of the Lord, There are miracles being poured out in a special manner. Why? Because God knows that people who don't have the fear of the Lord will not repent, Mm -hmm. even if they saw and experienced great miracles. Do you remember when Jesus was preaching and performing great miracles, and then he began to rebuke a people? He said, if the miracles, the signs that had been done yeah. in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have long ago repented in sackcloth and ashes. Mm-hmm. But it shall be more tolerable for them uh, than for, uh, for, for... He said it shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah mm-hmm. than it shall be for you. And so there's people that no matter what the Lord does for them, they will still not 
repent. God can pour out all the miracles and they'll still continue in their sin and they won't surrender their lives to the Lord. But God, wherever there is the fear of the Lord, He pours out His Spirit. He pours out His miracles. He says, but those that fear His name will turn from their wicked ways when they witness his mighty power and confirmation of his word. I'll tell you, before I got saved, Brother Frank, the Lord had to bring me through a series of, of experiences and revelations. I was having demons jump on top of me in the middle of the night. Oh I was having terrible dreams. The Lord took me and showed me hell. Uh, I woke up in my room at one one time and saw fire surrounded my bed, all kinds oh. of terrible things. And all of these events caused the fear of the Lord to begin to grip my heart. And I began to, I began to become concerned about dying and losing my soul mm. and so one day uh, I felt the Lord speak to me some very powerful words and say if you don't repent because he'd been dealing with me for so long mm. and I had continued to rebel against him continue to live in sin in my own way and I heard the Lord say if you don't repent now it's going to be too late and mm. I felt like demons were all around me just wanting to destroy me and, wow. and take me to hell. And I fell on my knees and I cried out to the Lord as many as you have heard. And the Lord came in that room and, and, and manifested himself, showed me a vision of a church and said, get up right now and go to that church. So I got up as fast as I could. I went to that church, praise God. But that would, I would have never repented had I not, uh, come to the place where I began to fear God. And then after that, I saw miracle after miracle after miracle that I had never experienced or seen or even knew was possible before. But it was when the Lord was able to get into my heart, the fear of the Lord. And I said, Lord, I don't want to die and be lost. I, I don't want to continue in this way. If you'll save me and set me free, I'll serve you all the days of my life. And that is the desire of the Lord. He doesn't want anybody to perish. He wants to save everything. Yeah single person. Yes. He is love yes. and he has made a way of salvation and it's through Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. But so many people come and hear a watered down gospel today that does mm -hmm. not have the fear of the Lord and people say, well, what point is it that I repent and turn from these pleasures that I want, that my flesh wants to do. I'm just going to continue to live in sin because according to this preacher, you can still sin all you want to and still go to heaven. But I want to tell you that's a deception and a lie. Yeah, and there's another Jesus being taught yeah. in this day and time where he says, where they say that the grace of God will cover all the sins that you ever want to do. But I want to tell you, praise God, the Lord requires that we repent. He requires that we turn from those sins and we amend our ways and our doings when we're saved. He said, let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And it's the fear of the Lord that causes us to take that admonition so seriously. Yes. Praise God. Yes. yes. Thank God we have that fear of the Lord. Amen. Where would it's we out be of God's that? love that He <laughs> lets us experience? Hallelujah! Love. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, you know, 
I wrote here, churches where pastors fail to teach the fear of the Lord will see few miracles. Mm. Why? Because God would be confirming a lie. Mm. Amen. Psalms 34.11 says, this is David. He says, come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Amen. So he, he we see that David understood that the fear of the Lord is something that we have to be taught. It's not just naturally in us when we're born. We're born, the Bible says, into iniquity. Mm -hmm. And we have a, a nature that is rebellious and contrary to the Lord. And I thank God for the path that he took me down to instill the fear of the Lord mm -hmm. in my life, to get me off of that wide and broad path that was taking me quickly to destruction yeah. and and placing me on a solid ground and on that straight and narrow path that leads to life. Praise God. Amen. Yeah. Those who have the reverential fear of God will most always, listen, possess a greater diligence in their walk with the Lord and in maintaining a lifestyle of holiness. Mm. Believers who are more flippant with their faith and just look at God as an object of convenience mm -mm. in hard times, they just come to Him when they need something, will wiggle and wobble in their faith and be more prone to double-mindedness double -mindedness and disobedience. Well, what does the Word of God say? A double-minded man is what? Unstable. What shall he expect to receive from the Lord? Nothing. 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 Amen. And so someone who's steadfast in their faith because they have that reverential fear of the Lord and, and they're, they're, they're not... Uh, the, listen, the fear of the Lord doesn't make you want to go away from the Lord. It makes you want to come close to the Lord. It wants mm -hmm. to make you, it makes you want to stay as close to his heart as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when the Hebrews, uh, they were to approach the mountain where God was and they oh, told Moses, you go up for us. <laughs> they were afraid of God. They didn't fear God. But Moses was not afraid of God. He feared God. Mm -hmm. So he approached unto God. See yeah. the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's the difference. When we have the fear of the Lord, we want to approach Him. We want to draw near unto Him because we know that He is our place of safety. And outside of Him, there's danger. Outside of Him, anything that could destroy us could quickly come yeah. upon us. But in Him, He is our hiding place. He's our pavilion. He's our resting place. We want to dwell and abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Praise God. We want to stay as close to Him as possible. That's what the fear of the Lord does in us. And you know, Brother Isaac, with everything that's going on in the world today, that is our only answer. Amen. You're right. It's either that or walk in fear and suffer the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. See, God hadn't given us the spirit of fear hmm. of anything else, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm -hmm. See, the fear of this world and the fear of the devil, which so many people are ruled by, the fear of man, those things will bring torment to you. Hmm. But when you have the fear of the Lord, 
you'll have peace. Sounds counter contradictory in a sense. It does, but concerning the way we understand the word fear yeah. these days, but really, yeah, it's just the honest. when you fear the Lord, then praise God, you you hate that which is evil. The yeah. Bible says yeah. the, yeah. the fear of the Lord is to depart from evil. evil. Praise mm -hmm. God. So when you depart from evil and you flee unto the Lord, praise God, you don't flee away from Him, but mm -hmm. you flee to mm -hmm. Him. Praise God. Mm -hmm. He fills you with His peace because He is the God of peace. Yeah. Exactly. He is the God of love. He is the God of all comfort. Praise God. So as you're fleeing from what He hates and you're fleeing to Him, mm -hmm. He surrounds you with His holy angels. Amen. The Bible says that the angel of the Lord encamp around mm -hmm. about them that fears Fear. Him yeah. and He delivers them. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And so there are many today who confess that they have faith in Jesus Christ but but do not even believe in a literal hell hmm. listen they do not believe in the Jesus of the Bible if they don't believe in a literal hell because there was nobody that talked and warned us about hell more than Jesus himself that's right yeah Jesus was very clear about the reality of of hell. As a matter of fact, he spoke about hell more than he did heaven. And he gives hell as a reason to fear God. Listen to what he says in Matthew 10, verse 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Yeah. See, if, you, if you're not right with the Lord, if you're not walking in the ways of the Lord, if you've not been born of the Spirit of God, if you're not walking in His Spirit, when you leave this world, it's just the very beginning. The worst suffering that you could have imagined here on this earth is nothing compared to the, to the suffering that you're going to enter into for all of eternity. Hmm. And so now is the time that we must turn to Christ, that we must seek Him because Jesus is not a way of salvation. He is the only way of salvation. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come to the Father but by me. This is the reality of it. There is no other name given under heaven whereby men must be saved. It's only in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you have sin in your life and you leave this world, you're going to be cast away from the Lord forever because there is no darkness at all in Him. He is the light and He wants to fill you with His light. But first it's going to take you saying, listen, I fear God and I fear going to that place of eternity into hell without, without God. I want to know him. And so today, if you'll just reach out to the Lord and say, God, I fear you and I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my wicked ways. And I know that I can't save myself, but I believe in Jesus Christ, who you sent to die upon the cross for my sins. And I just asked you to come into my life and I asked you to wash me right now. If you're there right now, listen to this. Just lift up your hands and say, Jesus, come and save me. I call upon your name. I asked you to come and make 
make me a brand new creation today. Put your spirit in me and I'll serve you all the days of my life. If you'll pray that, you'll see a miracle today and walk with the Lord forevermore. God bless you. Brother Isaac, thank you so much for sharing with us what you did. That was a wonderful message. Thank you for being obedient to the Spirit. Amen. God this, bless you. This is Bobby. And Frank. Brother and Isaac. Saying God loves you, my friend. Yes, you. And, and so, so do we. we. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening.